What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Chaos in Christ podcast. I am your host, Alexi Felix. And today, uh, you are listening to this podcast on a special release date on exactly New Year's Day. And uh, obviously, I'm doing that because it's New Year's. And I thought I would bring some points in hopes that it could really help you out in getting the new year going. Now, off the bat, I'm going to say that I'm not really a big fan of the New Year's resolutions. Uh, just because, and, uh, and by the way, I'm not knocking you. If you've done a New Year's resolution, this will still be for you uh, because it's still something that's practical that you should apply. And it might even make you tweak out your New Year's resolution to be more practical, more attainable, and just a little bit more realistic, okay? Now, we all start off with wanting to start the year off right, doing better, being better, healthier, closer to God, more in tune with family, making more money, um, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish, you, you want to stop smoking, you want to stop drinking, you want to do all these things in hopes that it develops a version of yourself that you deep down inside want, but you can't seem to kind of grasp it throughout the regular year until this new year that somehow triggers this idea that it's a start all over kind of thing. And to me, not to sound like a straight pessimistic person, but it's just another day. It really is. It's just another day on a calendar and we make a big deal of this day. Uh, and, and it is on a business standpoint, something that we could measure to really determine how we've done. But this is why I have called this episode the New Year's reevaluation process. So what I want to do is to kind of walk through what it is you felt your year in 2021 was like. Now, it's a lot easier to say it was a horrible year. Bad. I hated it. The culture is chaotic. My life is chaotic. I have failed more times than I can count. This is why new year, new me type of thing, you know, is on my mind. Now, it's okay to be honest with yourself about what the year was prior. I mean, that's just being honest with yourself. And then it allows you to really see what has happened. But another thing too is measure the things that you did successfully. Why do, do, why do we do that? Well, because we want to double down on that, right? There's been something in the year 2021 that you have done that was different than before in hopes that that's what you've done that has brought you to a different place. It's made you a different person. It has given you a different perspective. You are walking and talking differently. You stand differently. You get what I'm saying, right? And those are positive things. And too often is that we look at the negative and we never look at the positive. And I don't think that honors God whatsoever because he has blessed us in many ways. And sometimes that's the problem with us. We can't seem to see the blessings that are before us. And so we don't count them. And so what we do count is the negative and the problems and the hurt and the heartbreak and the, the financial issues and everything that is negative that we want to get drunk for tonight on New Year's Eve. And so I'm recording this on New Year's Eve. I'm not getting drunk. I'm just saying, but this is what we do, right? We, we try to throw this big old party, turn up all crazy in order to, we, you know, to forget about, I guess the whole year past or to make an excuse about it only to go to January 1st, pretty messed up and hungover and still feeling like I need to get this resolution on the way. Okay. So a way to reevaluate is to count the blessings, count the things that work, count the things that you are proud of. So for example, myself. I was um, fully into a new career. I stepped out of the gym industry and I started working from home. 
it was a scary thing. I, I honestly thought maybe I was just going to be stuck in the gym forever. But I didn't like the way I was being treated with the company. I don't like. I didn't like the way the hours were just robbing my life and not being able to really spend time with my family and my daughter. And so I made a change like that. And I, I began to develop habits of waking up really early in the morning, around 4.45 to 5 a.m. without fail. And it's been a very... Uh, life-changing uh, altercation, uh, altering decision, I guess I can say, where it allowed me to have a better attack on my days and a better way to start my day off. And in that, I started to read the Bible and pray every morning and spend time with God every morning before I did anything, before I looked at social media, before I tried to promote this podcast, before I got into my my sales job and began checking emails and making calls and trying to generate income. Before I did any of that, the first thing in my morning was that I spent time with God and I was reading my one-year Bible, which today, New Year's Eve being recorded, I've just completed the second year of my one-year Bible. See, and even that in 2020, that's when I started it. And that has reaped so much benefits and so much results in my personal life on a spiritual level and connecting with God that I'm going to continue doing because I've doubled down. This is something that has been beneficial. It has aligned me up to God's word. It has corrected all the things within me. And not that I've completely made it and I'm completed. Uh, that's a lifelong sanctification process, but it's it's there. That's something that you could look at. Uh, whatever business practices you've done, any changes that you've made for work, if you started a new side hustle, side business, you know, you've you've got that going for yourself. Man, congratulations. Double down. All right. See what worked, throw out what didn't, improve on it, right? Reevaluate what it's been like that whole year and the whole in in the practical steps that you have taken in order to get this business off the ground. What else? Did you try something new? Did you start a class? Did you get into a program? Did you, you know, did you uh, you know, I don't know, start going on date nights with your wife or your husband. And that was something that you guys were really lacking in. Double down on that. You know, I started a uh, theolo theological certificate course. And that's something I've always wanted to do. But I've always put myself down and thinking that I was never really good for school. So I did that. And now I'm on to my second class. I've only taken one class, but I'm going to be on my second class starting January 10th, where I get to study the doctrine of God. I, <laughs> I'm stoked. This is going to be dope. It's going to be a good time. And it's different. And I don't know what that's going to lead me to. I don't know at all what that looks like. But I know that God is in control. And this is good. This is good. So I'm going to double down on that. Have you done something like that? It doesn't have to be a theological school. It could literally be a trade school. It could be a course that teaches you how to app develop. One of my best friends has started doing that. Very good. Very inspiring. These things are good to reevaluate. Do your best to look at the positive stuff that you have done. Write it down on a notebook and then look at it and say, cool, this is what's done good for me. How can I improve on this and keep doubling down on that? All right. So very important. This is my honest to, to, to God advice. Um, this is something I'm going to be practicing myself and I'm not coming at you as if I'm some sort of ultimate authority on it, but I think there's some wisdom in here. Okay, I think I think there's something to be thought about in here because a resolution is good. But let's be real. We quit those things way too often, way too often. But when you look at the past, you reevaluate what worked and what didn't. Then you've already been doing what's been working. So just keep keep doing that and get better at it. And what you did not like. Now you can count that as a resolution, quote unquote, 
And then you could just change what you didn't like, what wasn't beneficial, what didn't honor God, and you switch that around. Because here's the thing. Uh, Albert Einstein said it the best. It's a quote that is so obvious. I mean, if you keep doing the thing over and over and over and over again, expecting different results, then that is the mere definition of insanity. So these are the times where we have a measurement of time where we can look back and say, yeah, doing that every weekend, partying up, you know, trying to get closer to God on set, uh, on Sunday, but on Saturday the night before, I've been churning up and doing some things, you know, that's not going to be something that I should do, which means you might re- need to reevaluate your friends, the circles you get around with. Those are important things, okay? That's not saying that you you have to fake it, you have to be someone different, but you are going to be someone different and you have to see every aspect of your life. What kind of music are you listening to? Who are you hanging out with? What foods are you eating? Are you even taking care of your body? Now, that's another thing too. This is when most people in New Year resolutions, uh, that's like one of their top main things is fitness. Now, being a person that's been in fitness for about 10 plus years, I've been chasing that thing for about that long. Um, I understand this is uh, typically the year when uh, the gyms are packed and new memberships are skyrocketing. That's not a bad thing. I respect it. I will respect it more when you stick it out, okay? Stick it out. But that's still important. I believe God is honored by the taking care of our bodies, not for vanity's sake, not for... Uh, trying to be some sort of player or, you know, finally being able to be promiscuous because now you look good type of thing. And don't act like that's not the case because that is the case. I've done it, been there, ruined my life, wouldn't recommend it, okay? But I still work out because I now do it for a different purpose. It's a great purpose. It is a purpose for God's purpose. And maintaining my body as healthy as possible to do the work that he's called me to do for as long as possible, Life is not guaranteed. There's an inevitability of death. That is the reality, but it's still important, okay? So, all right, we look back at everything. You know, we, we, we saw what worked. It's good. We're happy. Now, go ahead, look at the things that didn't work. Like I mentioned, write that down and make decisive action on not to do that again. And another thing would be is, Find yourself some accountability, all right? Especially with your Christian walk. This should be something amongst everything else, fitness, health, wealth, right? Management of finances. All these things, they're good as long as they're placed in this proper place. But ultimately, we are to seek first the kingdom of God and all its righteousness and everything else will be added. That is found in scripture in Matthew. And this is a direct command to us as Christians believers. So, Ultimately, we should be desiring to get closer to God. And I'm not preaching. I'm talking to myself. Because this year has been a year of closeness to the Lord in a way that I've never had before in my life. Even though I've always strove for it. I always worked. I don't even know if I said that word right. But I've always strived for it to to get closer to God, to get closer to word, theology, studying the scriptures. I love that stuff. Studying, Studying doctrine. But I've slipped up. I will be a liar if I didn't tell you I, I was, you know, if I told you I was just completely perfect and this year has just been the year of just magnificence. It hasn't. I've failed. I've sinned. I've fallen short. I've repented and I keep falling short and I keep repenting. But there was a time that I would not even repent or even go to God, but hide in shame and then continue in my sin and then go deeper into destruction. Now I fall and fail 
forward, I guess, you know, because I'm running back to the cross and I'm seeking God for forgiveness. And I am, I'm seeking to be, um, uh, discipled in, in this walk with Christ. And that's the point I'm trying to make the accountability. You should be seeking someone who is, uh, willing and has been called to disciple you, to walk you and lead you through this life of, of faith and Christianity and, and studying the scriptures and becoming holier in Christ through the Holy Spirit. That's important. And that will then trickle out to different aspects in accountability because being discipled in Christ isn't just a spiritual thing on the level of just being extra spiritual. What I mean is when you get closer to Christ, you start reevaluating a lot of things, your money management, your stewardship of your stewardship of your time with family, loved ones, all these things start to really bring come up on you. And you don't need anybody to tell you about it because you know that God is requiring you to do better, <laughs> to, to improve. So this is uh, very important. Something I would just say that in your in your attempts to make new changes in this new year, it's good to have an accountability, someone who's not afraid to be real with you, who isn't gonna you know just bend over backwards when you decide to snap on them for holding you accountable. You know you need that real person in your life because I promise you you're gonna snap and you're gonna try to give yourself an excuse out, and then when someone holds you accountable, you're gonna have this autonomous uh, individuality kick in, especially in our culture, and you're gonna say I don't need you, I'll ignore your text messages, ignore your calls, and who are you to tell me what to do? And then if you get to that point, then that's something you need to be um, working on with the Lord because. We are called to submit to authority. We are called to submit to one another. And uh, the Bible teaches that as iron sharpens iron, so does one man sharpen another. We can't do this on our own. And that's mainly the reason why people quit the resolutions. Because they try to go at it on their own and they don't have people that will hold them accountable. Half the times we have friends that don't have any desire and ambition to get to another new area like you want to, but you hang out with them. And so when you start to do something new, they start to bring you down until eventually you're down and you're back uh, with the same five friends that keep you in the same place. All right. These are very important things. Something that I just wanted to share with you guys. Uh, I don't have points, but I think it's good to, to I'll break it down in two points. One point is this. Look back and evaluate the things that did work, the things that were new, the little changes that you've done that improved upon yourself that you can say, you know what? I'm proud of that. And I think God is working with me on that. And then see how you could double down on that. Work on that. Then reevaluate the things that did not work, that you were very disappointed with. Repent. Ask God for forgiveness. Submit it to Him. Know that you're forgiven. Find an accountability partner. Write down what it is you're trying to accomplish. Give yourself some practical, attainable goals. And, and maybe not just goals, but just steps, right? Steps. And just trust that God's going to lead you where He's going to lead you. All right? You might have goals and plans. I'm not against that, but he might just lead you somewhere else. And I think it's important to understand when that happens. Okay. I hope that helps. Honestly, real talk. I, I, I really hope that helps. This is uh, something that was on my mind. And I just wanted to share that with you guys because this is our, these are all the things I'm going to do. All of it. You know, it's about really taking some time and looking back and seeing what worked and what didn't align it with where you feel like God is calling you to go. Be honest with yourself and know that you can't do it by yourself. You need brothers and sisters in Christ to get you into the same uh, area you want to go to. And if your friends and people that are around you really do not care about that and only care about the turn up, only care about the gaming, only care about the drugs, they only care about that. 
How can you really get past or move forward with them if you know you can't do it alone? You need to find new people. So, hope it helps. Hope uh, this gives you some encouragement, something to really chew on, think about. Uh, Please share this with someone else that maybe could get this new perspective. I definitely want to get into the ears and help them out. Thank you for those that have truly been listening to this podcast. I started it this year. That was a new thing I did in 2021. And uh, it's been great. And I have so much plans for this, so much more to turn this into something bigger that would impact other lives. And I appreciate those that stuck with me, heard me out, went through the changes with me, and and just uh, allowed me to get these things uh, in order, get the kinks out the way. Still learning, still in the process, but it's been good to know that I have had a few listeners. And some way, somehow, I believe that it's been helpful. So uh, thank you. Make sure you leave a review. If you're on Apple, if you're on Spotify, there's a rating stars you can uh, go ahead and click on. And if you like this and you want want to know more about it, just follow. Um, so until next time, happy new year. God bless you. And remember, in the midst of chaos, Christ is there.